huh? Me an ex ho. What's up, mommy? Hello. To miss me alive. Came to laugh and learn how she live her best life. Became the change in the world she wanna see. Practicing Buddha, she don't even see her enemy. An ex ho, zodiac sign is Gemini. She highly volatile and calm at the same time. The world for what it really is. Through the eyes of the twins Mia XO Zodiac sign is Gemini She highly volatile and calm at the same time Highly volatile and calm at the same time She highly volatile and calm at the same time 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 So I've decided I want to do something new, try to shake things up a little bit. I feel like, you know, the previous episodes have been pretty um, the same, pretty average, pretty basic. And so I wanted to shake things up and do a um, segment in each episode called The Latest. And, you know, I just want to talk about the latest things that have been happening with me, that I've noticed, you know, that have been brought to my attention, what have you. Um, And then also in my previous um, episode last week, I gave out my cell phone number. And so I've been getting some really interesting um, text messages and voice messages from people. Um, I don't have it set up yet to where I can play the audio from the voice message just yet because I am uh, very new to this, but you know, this is where I would be reading text messages from everybody. So um, first of all, though, I want to talk about the NBA playoffs because this is like super new for me. I never really cared about the game of basketball. I mean, like when my son played, obviously I, you know, I go and support him. And when my nephew plays, I support him. But as far as like watching a game and following, you know, uh, team statistics and things like that, no, I could care less. So, um, however, me finding myself now in a situation, I'm doing things that you know, I wouldn't normally do. And one of them is the play, the NBA playoffs or just watching basketball in general. First of all, I've never watched the playoffs. I might have watched a game or portions of a game on television, uh, might have accidentally watched portions of a playoff game on TV, but never intentionally sat down to watch them. And to my happy surprise, it's pretty entertaining. You know, me and the mister, um, we make sure we have our food and our, you know, snacks and everything. And on every commercial, he takes time to kind of explain to me what's going on. And thankfully, because we're able to pause and rewind television, he'll pause something in a hot second and break it down for me. And now that I'm starting to get to know it, it's not too bad. So, um, you know, I guess this is just one of those cool side effects of having a man. Uh, It does make me miss eventing, though, because, you know, 
there aren't any people there. Everybody's in this bubble and, you know, the, the, uh, fans and stuff, the, the, uh, stadium, if you will, has the virtual fans and things. So it is a little different, but now I can honestly say that I'm excited to go to a game with him once, you know, we're able to do that and go Lakers. <laughs> I can already hear some of my friends right now as they listen to this podcast, this particular segment, they're going to get so mad. But anyway, before I move on, I want to really quickly just uh, remind you all that you must go out and vote. I cannot stress enough how important it is to vote and have your voice heard, uh, especially with this year's election, you know, whoever you're going to vote for, hopefully it's Biden and uh, Harris, but if not, that's okay too. Um, it just is what it is, you know, but I just cannot stress enough of how important it is to go vote, especially my, my brown people, my melanated people of color. We need to show up and show out just like we do for these protests and everything. We need to show up and show the fuck out. So when you go to my website, um, miahillary.com and you click to enter, you are able to make one more click and check your status and make sure that you're registered to vote. So go to miahillary.com. That's M-I-A-H-I-L-L-E-R-Y.com and make sure you're ready to vote. Now, can we just talk a minute about Chadwick Boseman and the sudden death of the only black superhero we have ever had to date? Moment of silence. Yeah, so when I first heard the news, I really couldn't believe it. Like, you know, no way. He seemed to be so healthy and he was so young and, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, what in the actual fuck is 2020 doing right now? Now, I will say that, you know, because hindsight and vision is 2020 and all of that. So I get, you know, the comparisons and the irony there, but geez, Louise. You know, so when I did um, finally realize that it was true, people started calling me. I started calling people. It was like, you know, a friend of mine had passed. And it's just crazy because he really was, uh, to date, the only black, you know, true black superhero. Now, we've had the Green Lantern, but if I'm not mistaken, the Green Lantern was only a person of color in the comic books. He is not made to be a person of color on the big screen yet, but I could be wrong. So that's why this death is just so mind blowing. Like I can't even understand, you know, and nobody knew he had cancer and he had colon cancer of the, at that, like me and the, the mister and I were talking and, you know, it was, he was like, you know, you don't even get that checked into your late forties, early fifties, unless, you know, you've been given a reason to. So I guess he was given a reason to, because he got it checked and blah, 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 etc. So it just really sucks, you know, because with everything that's going on right now, you know, to be able to have somebody that we can look up to that our black boys can look up to and, you know, ignite some of that black boy joy. It's just, 
it's heartbreaking. And I just, you know, I really want to just kind of crawl under a rock and um, just, I don't know. But, you know, one of the good things that I did see come from this, well, not necessarily come from this, but um, I did see where singer Akon was building a real life Wakanda in Senegal. And it's going to be like a five mil, uh, excuse me, five billion dollar project, um, that's solar powered and all this other stuff. So that'll be dope. Definitely. We'll want to visit Wakanda once Wakanda is, I guess, open to the public. I don't really know <laughs> how that goes. But, um, yeah, just, you know, Chadwick Boseman dying at the age of 43, like where'd they do that at? It's really sad. And I mean, quite honestly, if it wasn't for the holiday season and that being, uh, the busiest time for event planners, I would want to just crawl in under a rock and just wait until 2021 hits. But you know, we can't do that. So we just have to deal with things as they come and hope that, um, you know, hope that things get better and stay positive that they will. <sighs> that I had to put a little pause and, and uh, kind of get in my feelings there for a second because I was speaking and you know how you're talking and then all of a sudden it hits you about what you're actually saying and it kind of just throws you off. Well, I had to have a moment and I apologize, but I am back and I want to talk to you about the Light Up Red event that the event and hospitality industry just had uh, nationwide. It was on September 1st, and for those of you that don't follow me on Instagram yet, because you should, uh, it was basically from 9 p.m. until midnight, all venues and venue-like places were to light up using their, uh, um, you know, decor lighting, uh, light their venue red to show their support and solidarity for the event industry and the event and hospitality industry. Um, because during this pandemic, it's been really, really difficult for us. And, you know, it's just one of those things. It's kind of like, <sighs> what can we do? You know, it, it, we sit around and we're waiting for things to start to open back up and people to start planning. And I mean, luckily for me, I have a good client base that, you know, if nothing else, we'll have a party just to support me and, um, you know, are going to continue to have their holiday parties and do some of their events just on a smaller scale. But, you know, being that they're smaller events, I'm not hiring staff. I'm doing the entire event myself these days. You know, most events aren't more than 50 people, so I can easily set up a 50 person wedding by myself. So I'm saying all of that to say this, that I, I'm not able to, you know, hire staff. So basically all of my staff I've had to let go. Um, <clears throat> but just in general, you know, even the caterers, this is supposed to be the busy, you know, going into our busy season. And um, in Arizona, busy season for the event industry is Labor Day 
to Memorial Day of the following year, with the exception of like, sometimes you do have some summer weddings and things like that because everything is cheaper. But for the most part, during the summer, people try to escape Arizona. So it's like the fall, winter, and spring that people are doing their events and stuff here. Because let me tell you something, if you ain't ever been here and you try to even get out the car to go to the front door, you're blazing. But the Light Up Red event was just to, you know, show support and bring awareness because we're hurting right now. And, you know, I mean, all of my public events have effectively rescheduled for 2021. And even those have question marks because who knows what's going to happen over the next six months. So because even though everything is opening up and, you know, your president, your current president is, you know, and, and certain leaders are saying, yes, we got to get back to normal. We got to get back to normal. The people aren't saying that and aren't feeling that nobody wants to get sick and possibly die. So it's just been rough. So um, I'm saying all of that <laughs> to lead into this. Um, I don't normally do this sort of thing, but it has come to that point. And, you know, I want to be able to continue to, um, you know, do these podcasts and do my blog and I want to continue with my brand. And so I'm asking, um, if you can donate something to my blog, anything, um, you can do it right on my website. It's miahillary.com. And then, um, once you click to enter, when you click the home bait button, it's right there. And it, you know, if you just scroll down, you can donate anything and anything, 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 anything will help. Um, if you want to send a donation to me by PayPal, you can do so using my email address and it's miahillary.com. Or I also have Venmo and um, my Venmo thing is at Mia-Hillary. That's at M-I-A-H-I-L-L-E-R-Y. So um, I have several different ways that you're able to donate. And I really appreciate you for just listening. If you can't donate, even if you just give me a listen with every new episode that is putting an extra dollar or so in my pocket. If you share this podcast episode uh, with your friends and they listen, even if they have it playing in the background, it's great. It's great. Anyhow, we're going to take a pause for the cause and we'll be right back. Oh my gosh, you have got to go to my website and check out the Miss Mia Picks video that I just posted on. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh that's a crazy way to start a podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, yeah, so I just wanted to start this particular episode by saying I know I skipped last week, but once you hear the subject matter of this episode, you'll understand why. So anyway, let's, let's, let's go back to where we need to. And first, you know, obviously I want to thank everybody for listening. You know, this weekly thing that I got going on here, it's really seeming to help me maneuver this crazy thing called life. Because when I share my feedback or 
you know, experience or whatever on a particular subject. And then I get comments and text messages and <clears throat> voice messages and everything with feedback on that particular subject. It, it really gives me multiple areas of perspective. So, um, I decided that in this episode, I'd give out my phone number and encourage you to text, call, uh, leave me a voicemail, um, you know, what you want to hear me talk about, obviously. And then, you know, your feedback, if you're, maybe you're one of those people that isn't really on social media and, you know, you just happen to enjoy podcasts and, you know, but you still want to interact. So you can definitely text me at 480-779-0667. I'd love to, um, you know, I'd love to, interact with my audience and get their feedback because not only does it help me be a better person, it may help you be a better person. It may help my podcast be better. So either way it goes, it's a win, win, win. <laughs> so, um, this particular, uh, episode, I just wanted to talk about some of the things that have been going on in my life. And one of the reasons that I didn't publish an episode last week is because of something that's pretty major. So for those of you who know me know, it's been about 10 years since I've been in a committed relationship. Now, during those 10 years, I was in an open relationship, but I'm starting to realize that you're either in a relationship or you're not. After having that 10 years of open relationship experience, that's basically just being able to have regular with a little bit of side, if you get my drift. So I, th I have come to the conclusion that an open relationship just is not for me. It's a lot of work and relationships are a lot of work on their own. So when you add in the fact that it's open and you could date other people or, you know, whatever, it's a lot of work and your girl just don't have that kind of energy anymore. So, you know, I, within the last couple of years became open to a relationship, uh, a committed relationship. And I always said it'd have to be with the right person, you know, properly motivated. You know what I'm saying? I can't get with no brother who, uh, you know, can't match my vibe, you know, um, and I wasn't going to settle this time because, you know, during those 10 years, since my last committed relationship, I learned a lot about myself. I was able to grow as a person and as a woman and just realize, you know, more so, uh, who I really want to be and what kind of relationship I really want to have. And so, you know, I've been out and doing my thing and meeting people and everything. And, you know, how you have that one person that you measure everybody else up to, against. And that's what I was doing. And it wasn't necessarily that I was looking for exactly him. It was more so that I will be, you know, looking for... Um, somebody that is similar, you know, and just, again, can match my vibe because you always have that one person, if you haven't married them and with them and, you know, that is just 
that person. So I think that, you know, first and foremost, you know, that was what I was doing and not not necessarily that it was right or wrong, but that's what I was doing. I know what I like. I know what kind of woman I am. I know what kind of man it would take for me to, you know what I'm saying? Settle down and just kind of chill out. So, you know, I began a loose search and then this damn pandemic happened and it was like, oh, okay. And that leads me to partially how I reconnected and am now in a committed relationship with my ex. Yes, you heard me, my ex. And what's funny about that is I was never a person to go backwards. I always, you know, once it was over, it was over. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. But one thing that life has taught me and continues to teach me is that you can't ever say never because the minute you say never is the time is the minute you're going to do what you said you'd quote unquote never do. And also that we as a species, if we choose to, are, for, are ever growing, ever changing, ever developing. And luckily, I realized that because the other way, what originally reconnected me to my ex, unfortunately, is cancer. He has a very rare form of cancer that is usually caught in childhood and, you know, for whatever reason, wasn't until he became an adult. And um, he's <clears throat> doing great um, and, you know, exceeding doctor expectations and everything. So, um, you know, I just want to put that out there. But it was interesting because when things got kind of rough, his mother reached out to me and was like, hey, I just want you to go by and check on him. His mother lives in Washington State. We're in Arizona. You know, he wasn't answering the phone. And that's how I kind of got re-involved. And we started hanging out a couple of times a month because, you know, he lives alone. Um, he never really, I mean, he did kind of say he was getting depressed because he was alone, but, you know, He's a very prideful person, so he would never ask. I would just kind of offer to always want to come over and hang out. Because at the end of the day, this is the person that I measure everybody else up to. And I really do, er, really did enjoy his company. So, you know, once or twice a month started to become once or twice a week. Then it eventually became every day. And we were hanging, we are, you know, just hanging out, um, getting reacquainted, you know, eating good, you know, um, just watching comedies and movies that we really enjoy and sports and just really originally just trying to keep his spirits up. Um, then, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, we went into this, like, this is all we're going to be. I don't, especially me, I don't want a relationship. I don't want to be committed to somebody. I can't be committed. I can't be locked down, blah, 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 blah. That's, I'm not about that life. 
And then, you know, I guess, like I had said previous in the earlier part of this episode, you know, I met somebody that matched my vibe. He was, I don't want to say a completely new person, but he was the person that you know how, especially as women, we have a tendency to stay in situations and with people because of the potential we see in them. And that's just ridiculous. Uh, So yeah, you know, Luckily for me, all of that potential that I saw and felt from him, you know, uh, when we were younger and dating, I, I got to see the finished product. So I got really excited. And so when it came time to, you know, start thinking about, well, you know, I kind of like you. I kind of want you around. I kind of don't want you dating anybody else. You know, I was totally open to that because I saw all of that potential that I saw the, 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 I don't, I don't want to say completion because I feel like he's still growing, but it's like all of that potential that I saw in him when we were dating 10 years ago, I now feel and see, you know, come to life, come to fruition. So it was really awesome that, you know, the pandemic, um, and his mother, you know, we're able to reconnect us because we've been dating for exclusively now for a couple of months and it's a really good time. I mean, you know, before, I mean, cause like, listen, when we first started dating. Now, let me just give you a little backstory on he and I, we've known each other for a good, I'll just gonna, I'm just gonna say 20 years because I think I was 18 when I met him and I'm 42, but I'm not 100% sure. And, you know, there was an instant connection um, and it was not something, it was not a connection that either one of us had had or experienced with anybody else. And (laughs) we go so far back that we were pen pals. Um, you know, there was a time, a couple of times when he had to move out of the state for whatever reason. And we were literally writing each other letters, you guys, like it, I can't even describe it except other than that cliche saying of it was meant to be, um, you know, and then as we started getting older and into our twenties, we both did some fucked up shit to each other, you know, as 20 year olds do thinking that our shit don't stink, etc. But, you know, we finally got into a a relationship and that first year, that first year was dope. Um, We did everything that I wanted us to do. We developed this amazing closeness and it was just great. And it's funny because I remember the moment things went downhill and I remember thinking, this is really fucked up. And ironically, it was on New Year's Eve. So it was like the start of our second year. And our second and third year were just bad, just bad, you know. And while he didn't actually cheat on me, he was giving his attention to somebody else and that was inappropriate for a man in a relationship. And at that point, when I found out, I was just done. I didn't want an explanation you know, I asked him something. I don't even remember what the question was. And his response was, yeah. And because we both had just had enough of each other, we were in a dark place. 
and we broke up. And I remember, you know, one of the things that was important to me was the fact that I didn't want to lose myself because I remember having lost myself in that second and third year, just trying to do whatever I could to make this man happy. And, you know, I'll admit that it was, it was rough because, you know, I had just had a child. Well, Ty was four, four and five when we were dating three, four and five, you know, he had a little girl and all the drama with her mom and everything. So it was a lot for a 24 year old to have on her plate while I'm starting a a business and a brand. So I'm surprised, quite honestly, we lasted as long as we did. And, um, As a matter of fact, I'm going to text him right now and just tell him that I appreciate him because now I see, you know, he was in that relationship and I was in mine and we kind of noticed and realized that ain't no beep like the one I got. No one can beep you better. My hip hop heads know what song that is, but it's just like, (laughs) You know, now, like the time that we've spent together has been effortless. It's been fun. We've been eating good. He's a great cook. So it's like anything that I buy at the store, he chefs it up. And, um, you know, we've been having a good time. So it's interesting that, um, you know, it took us 10 years, but we needed that 10 years to grow to our version of perfection, because now it's like we, we have, we've been able to skip the getting to know you portion of the event. And now we're just, and have been just really enjoying each other and it's dope. Hello, my loves. This is your girl Mia for Miss Mia Live. I just wanted to obviously, as always, say thank you for your continued support on every crazy adventure that I continue to take you on. And trust me, I'm just getting started. I also wanted to take the time to introduce my new partnership with Poshmark. If you aren't familiar, Poshmark is a really cool app, and I believe they even have a website now that you can buy and sell clothing, men's, women's, I think even kids. And it's clothing, jewelry, accessories, purses, shoes, anything and everything that you can think of. And usually in an extremely, extremely discounted price, right? I'm talking like, I found a Louis Vuitton monogram bag on there that retailed because y'all know I checked that retailed for $2,500 and I found it for $650. Now, that's an amazing steal. Um, And the great thing about Poshmark is they authenticate everything and make sure that what you purchase is what you purchase, right? And I'm really excited to be partnering with them. So if you already have the app installed on your phone or mobile device, you can search my name. It's Mia Hillary, M-I-A-H-I-L-L-E-R-Y. And look at my closet for all the cool things that I have on sale right now. Um, As you know, usually the things that I have on sale from either Poshmark or my store are 
ones and twos of things. So you want to buy it as quickly as you see it because you never know when it may be gone. Anyhow, thanks so much guys for your continued support on Poshmark app or website. Search my name, Mia Hillary for my closet items and happy shopping. Hey guys. So thanks for coming back. Um, I just wanted to uh, close out today's episode and say thank you for your continued support. You know that um, I couldn't do this without you. And um, as I mentioned in the um, the uh, segment previous, donations are so important right now. And... Um, Every single little penny helps. So if you can donate to my blog, that's amazing. Um, Quite honestly, just by you listening to my podcast can serve as a donation. Um, You telling your friends to listen to my podcast, uh, all of those things are great and help me to be able to maintain. So please make sure that you visit my website, miahillary.com, click to enter and read my blog, watch my vlog, listen to my podcast, scroll down to donate, um, share with your friends. I appreciate you. Love you so much for your continued support. And remember to text me anytime with your questions, comments, uh, show ideas. You can text me to 480-779-0667. Sorry, guys. Again, that number is 480 seven seven nine zero six six seven thanks so much for listening and we'll talk soon